0: This is Golf with Jay Delsing.
1: Welcome in on this Sunday morning to the Golf with Jay Delsing show. I'm Dan McLaughlin. That is Jay Delsing. We're presented by Doherty Business Solutions, and uh, it's our first voyage into talking golf all summer, really all year long, Jay, and I I can't wait to do this. It's going to be fun.
2: It's great to be with you, Danny. This is um, to have you. Kind of take this thing to the next level. I'm super proud.
1: You take it to the next level. I just put it on a tee, and you got to hit it out there. Hit it straight. Pipe it like you did on the number one at Norwood for the Ascension Charity. That's all Classic. we can talk about. <laughs> that entire event was
2: my first tee <laughs> shot. We can't talk about anything else, but and we don't want to talk about the level that I take it to. But we're we're excited. You know, the show's been around now for. We're in our start of kind of a, a quarter of the way through our fifth year, and to have somebody with you do this with me is. Just awesome. We're going to have a
1: blast. I appreciate it because this is a lot of fun for me. Our first guest will be here at Wild Crush, and we're here at Wild Crush. It'll be Nick Ragone, who's the Executive Vice President, Chief Marketing and Communications Officer at Ascension. The Ascension Charity Classic is uh, just around the corner, but we're here at Wild Crush because we're going to have on April 6th a master's party that is with the Ascension Charity Classic, and we're trying to raise as much awareness and money that we can for the charities of North County.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. Danny, I, I've said this before, but I'm going to keep saying it. There's no way to overstate how cool this event is for me. It's hard for me to even talk about it even with you without choking up because it's North County. That's where I grew up. It's Norwood. That's where I grew up. It's the PGA Tour and the PGA Tour Champions, which was my dream. You know, this how does, that doesn't happen to many
1: people. How many Champions Tour events have you played in?
2: Not very many because of my back. I had back surgery right when I turned 50. I bet you I've only played 20, maybe. Is that right? Yeah, not very many.
1: So now you're getting ready for the end of this summer. And I think there's some parallels to what you're doing right now as the weather is changing. To the average golfer like myself that loves to get out and play, trying to get out of the winter months, get ready for spring, get ready for summer. So what are you doing right now to try to prepare? Because you do have an exemption to play this year at the Ascension Charity Classic.
2: And it could really be my last event. I don't know. It, it, it could I'm going to choke
1: my... up if it is your oh last event. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that, I
2: got to tell you, that first tee shot in year one was – I don't know how that happened, but it, it was – so cool of Nick and, and the Ascension guys to make that happen but what I'm doing now is I'm, I'm back in the gym I, I haven't stopped I, I go and do I lift weights twice a week um, 20 minutes of fitness they've been a great supporter of the show and it's remarkable in 20 minutes what a great workout you can get and I was the most skeptical person that's ever gone in there so I still do that but I'm I'm back in the gym and I'm, and I'm, and I'm just doing some training I'm doing a little bit of cardio to get in good shape I want to walk uh, Norwood. And I, and I just want to, when I do, when I do that sort of cardio Danny, for my, it's for my overall fitness, but it's also for my brain. And you're, you're an athlete, you know yeah. how important it is to get that hard sweat on. It helps you burn off some of the stress and the wear and tear of everyday life. And then I've got, you know, golf specific, um, stretches and, uh, weights and things like that, that I'm doing a lot of rotational stuff, a lot of, a lot of, um, uh, abs and, and, and butt and, and, and hamstring stuff and you know just it's competitive it's not like it was back when we all started man It that you need to be strong and you need to be ready to go and I, I hope to be able to do that this year.
1: I think it's amazing you and I were talking off the air you have probably walked what 70,000 miles you counted <laughs> up on the golf course alone.
2: We did something my daughters and I on my, my old website to try to do something interesting that that people might find interesting, and we got—they said, "Dad, try to figure out how many miles you've walked." So we've had um, the tour come out and put pedometers on us, which is really interesting. So if you just go by—When did the, they do that? When
1: did they start doing that? This was back
2: in the late '90s and the early oh, 2000s. Cool. Yeah. So they just stick it in your pocket, yeah. and off you go. It wasn't—it it wasn't intrusive. It wasn't—you know—it wasn't a problem at all. And so then what's interesting is that you if you break down just the yardage of the golf course it's it's somewhere in the three or four mile range but you know how you play you don't ever walk a straight line and danny and you'll if you stop and watch even the the uh the Dell match play that went on last week or the texas open that's going on this week when guys get on the green We'll walk around that green almost three full (laughs) circles. And so we wound up walking somewhere between 8 and 10 miles every single round of golf.
1: It's incredible. What's the first part of your game when you come out of the winter months of hibernation? Because right now, if you're living in the Midwest, that's what you've been doing. I mean, you're, you're not playing down in Florida or Texas, Arizona or the West Coast. You, you probably have not been playing a lot of golf. So you might be going to hit off of mats, but you're not hitting off of grass. So what what's the first part of your game that you find out that comes back?
2: I got to tell you, the first thing I do is to be extra patient. Not my strong suit, Danny, but right now the golf courses, no disrespect to any superintendent, the golf courses are in terrible shape because we just get so much rain and there's no growth, right? I mean, all the plants are just now starting to come alive. So we got wind we've got really really super soft conditions and the greens themselves are are not where they normally are. So you just really have to be patient because this is as hard as the golf courses we play will ever play right this moment. So that's the first thing. And then I start from the green and work back. And I try to tell everybody that's serious about their game and trying to get better, start at the green and work back. Man, if you did nothing but get really, really good from 100 yards and in, I mean, your, your, your scores, your good days will be better, your bad days will be better. It's the glue that holds your golf game together.
1: This is Golf with Jay Delsing presented by Doherty Business Solutions coming to you from Wild Crush. And again, our guest uh, in a few minutes will be Nick Ragone, the executive VP, chief marketing officer, communications officer uh, with Ascension. I know one of the things that you and Pearlie always did was give away golf balls. So I'm going to ask you to give away some golf balls right now. And I would assume I'm not on that list to get those Absolute golf balls. No,
2: you're taking pearly spot. He <laughs> was old for four years. So yeah.
1: four years
2: ago, <laughs> it was a, a running joke. Yeah. So guys, if you just send me an email, J jay at com. spell J out on both ends of that, uh, and, and put the word ball somewhere in the, um, in the subject line or anywhere, we'll enter you in the drawing. And, um, we, um. Shoot, we just sent out the winners for March. So we'll get back in the habit of... of, uh, uh, I've kind of stopped naming people on the show. We'll get back next week to naming them and tell them who won and uh, 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 get them out there to them.
1: So one of the things I want to get with Nick on is who is committed to come to the Ascension Charity Classic. Now we've got some local guys obviously like yourself but we're also going to talk about i'm assuming john daly uh you're talking about bernard L- bernard longer who's got a chance to make some history maybe here in st louis but we're talking about some of the biggest names in golf i'd love to see freddie couples make it here if that could happen but it's going to be fun it should be a good uh, list of players oh
2: 100 percent. you know fred's a huge baseball fan as you know and and um I, I think he'd love the golf course. So it, he just real finicky, you know, yeah. he goes on and off when he plays, he plays a lot when he doesn't play, you don't even know where he is. And he probably doesn't even know where it's clubs are. Yes. You know, so, um, but, but Danny, we're going to have Ernie Els. We'll have Jim Furyk, uh, who do uh, um, we're, we're thinking? Stuart Singh turns fifty this year. Nota Begay turns fifty this year. Justin Leonard is a, a, a newbie. He just turned fifty last year. Along with David Duval, they both played in the twenty twenty two version. We're going to have the who's who. Jerry Kelly will be here. I know that for sure. Steve Stricker will be here. Um, uh, I don't know about Miguel Angel Jimenez. He's been he hasn't been able to make it. There's usually I think an, an, a European event. Right around that you know, our um, Labor Day yeah. time frame. So he hasn't been able to make it. But we're gonna have we're gonna have his good, if not the best, field in the champions tour ever.
1: The guy that I wanna see at some point in time, I don't know if it'll ever happen. I don't know if it's ever gonna happen here in St. Louis and you know where I'm going. Oh yeah. Tiger Woods. I can't
2: talk about him enough. I mean he he look at what he's done for the game of golf since 96 when he came on 96. A lot of money in
1: your pocket and the other players too.
2: Danny, every year I write him a note, I send him and, say, and thank him and say, keep doing what you're doing. All of us appreciate you.
1: Yeah. Isn't that amazing yeah. how he changed the game because – once he arrived on the scene and you started seeing the television ratings it just skyrocket and then all of a sudden because he he debuted in Milwaukee yep. and then he won the second year on tour with the Masters in what 97? Yep. The, the ratings for that were off the charts and so you had non-golf fans become golf fans because of Tiger Woods and it changed the complexion of the sport.
2: It absolutely did and you know what's interesting too, we'd be remiss if we didn't say something similar happened with John Daly. Now, John brought in an entirely different crowd, more of like a Jack Daniels sort of crowd. I,
1: Happy Gilmore.
2: I know, and I, and I know that's uh, – I, I. but I don't want to take anything away from John because, Danny, when I played, he was always either the second or third largest draw, move the needle, and he loves the St. Louis and the Ascension Charity Classic. He loves the Cardinals. You know that too.
1: Are you uh, – by the way, are you just like playing Norwood nonstop? I mean, you know yeah. every nook and cranny of that golf course because you were carrying bags as a young kid, and now you're playing as a pro – But the course changes, times change, you know, are you preparing as if like, this is it, man, this is my one event and I'm going to, I'm getting ready for that one event.
2: Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm, I'm think I'm going to, if my progression goes away, I hope it does try to get in an event before then. Either going to qualify or see if I can get an sure. exemption. Cause
1: the, get the juices going. Yeah, because yes. the
2: hardest thing is to deal with all of the mental. You're just not used to it. Like I sit there and talk to you now, and, and I've, I've, I've played – the last time I played was 18 months ago or something. Sure. You know what I mean? And so you just – you know, there's all this time when it's not your shot. You get crazy amounts of thoughts are like – you only have a foot-long putt, but you could miss it. You yeah. know, just all these things that creep in that when you're used to playing all the time, you handle them easily. And it's just one round, one extra tournament under your belt can help a lot.
1: So Nick Ragone is coming up after a quick timeout. This is On the Range with the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. I'm Dan McLaughlin. That's Jay Delsing. And let's tip the cap. What do you got? Tip of the well, cap.
2: First of all, the tip of the cap is brought to you by our buddy, Colin Burnt over at the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood, 314-966-0303. Colin's a great guy. My daughter's got a Colin vehicle. Burley's got a Colin vehicle. I have one. He is great. If you want me to personally introduce you to him, send me an email, j at, jay at jaydelsongolf.com, and I will do that. I'm tipping my cap, Danny. This is going to be an odd one, but... I'm tipping my cap to springtime. Thank you for finally getting here. I'm Mother so, Nature
1: gets a tip of the cap.
2: I'm so tired <laughs> of not, not being able to get outside, and you start thinking about being able to practice. We got daylight savings time came back. has yeah, come back now. And so, you know, at 7.15, you can go out and play four or five hours right. still. And that I that's my favorite time of the evening to play. And you and I are going to get to do a lot of that this year, and I can't wait.
1: You're going to get in my pocket. I know that. This We're going to try. The, this is the Golf with Jay Delsing Show presented by Doherty Business Solutions. And coming up, we'll visit
0: with Nick Ragon and that's next. That was On the Range with Jay Delsing. For news on the latest golf equipment, tips, and to ask Jay a question, log on to jdelsinggolf.com. Coming up, it's the Front Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing.
2: I love having Darty Business Solutions as the title sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing show. You already know that they're the number one largest IT consulting firm and the largest software developer in the St. Louis region. You also know that there are over 2,500 Darty teammates in 30 states and three countries around the world. But what you may not be aware of is what Doherty Business Solutions does right here in our own community. They were the sponsor for the first Advocate PGA event at Glen Echo this past September. Doherty Business Solutions was also a presenting sponsor of the Ascension Charity Classic. They have created Access Point, which builds diversity in the IT workforce. This is a game changer in our community. Literally, hundreds of mostly young African American women are getting fifty to sixty thousand dollars per year jobs right out of high school, and that training begins in high school. Darty Business Solutions believes talent is equally distributed, but access to that opportunity is not. Ron Darty, our founder at Darty Business Solutions, is the chair of the 2023 Heartball, supporting local the local American Heart Association Foundation. These are just a few examples of the positive things Darty Business Solutions is doing right now in our community.
1: The legends of golf return to St. Louis in 2023. You won't want to miss one of the strongest fields in golf. Ernie Els, Steve Stricker, Bernard Longer, John Daly, and many more when they compete for the 2023 Ascension Charity Classic title September 5th through the 10th at historic Norwood Hills Country Club. All proceeds benefit area charities. Together, we were able to donate over $1 million to those most in need last year. Visit AscensionCharityClassic.com.
2: The official vehicle provider of the Golf with Jay Delsing show is the Dean Team. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. They provide me, Pearlie and our families with all of our cars. The reason we went with the Dean Team is because we could trust them. We knew at the Dean Team, they were going to take care of us and they have. They made the entire car buying experience so simple. It was more than just simply selling us a vehicle. The Dean Team made our car buying experience seamless and enjoyable throughout that entire process. The Dean Team has the complete car buying steps done before you head into their showroom. They're ready to answer all your questions and set your mind at ease when buying a vehicle. At the Dean Team, they offer new, pre-owned, and all the services included with your Dean Team purchase. When you're with the Dean Team, they become lifelong friends. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood, located on Manchester Road in Kirkwood. The Dean Team. You're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing.
0: To connect with Jay, log on to jdelsinggolf.com. You'll see the latest in equipment, find the latest innovations in golf, and get tips from a PGA professional. That's jdelsinggolf.com.
2: We have 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com Your therapy, our passion.
0: This is The Front Nine on golf with Jay Delsing. The Front Nine is presented by the ascension charity classic september 5th through the 10th at norwood hills country club find out more at ascensioncharityclassic.com sunday and this is golf with jay delsing
1: i'm dan mclaughlin that's jay delsing we're presented by doherty business solutions and we have the chance to visit here at wild crush with the chief marketing and communications officer executive vice president of the Ascension Charity Classic, and I, I guess I can say Ascension, Ascension Charity Classic. He wears a lot of hats, and that's Nick Ragone, and hey, Nick, it's always great to see you. It's fun to see you and Jay in one setting. One setting, and here we go.
2: Well, guys, thanks for coming in. We, we, we love Wild Crush. We love the Ascension Charity Classic. We got some giveaways for folks to uh, come by and, and get some Ascension uh, Charity Classic gear, so yeah, this is going to be fun.
1: Let's start with this, Nick. Just how are ticket sales going right now for the Ascension Charity
3: Classic, and it's not that far away? It's going really well. You know, we're ahead of last year's pace. The first two years, we've had record attendance, as you guys know, on the Champions Tour. First year, we had over 50,000 people. Last year, we improved on that. And this year, we're already trending ahead. I think part of it is just people now know the event. We've been doing heavy promotion. Part of it is the Champions Tour is off to a great start. We've had great storylines, Bernard Longer winning, tying Hale Irwin's record. That's going to be a great storyline, Jay, as you know. Uh, We've had David Toms, our former champion, uh, Ernie Els one. So the Champions Tour is just, it's a great product. You know, I've had the chance to talk to Commissioner Jay Monahan and others quite a bit the last few months. And I truly believe the Champions Tour is the single best product in sports. As far as corporate sponsorship, the value you get for your dollar, the way you can reinvest in the community and fan engagement. So we're blessed. We're doing a big master's promotion coming up. In fact, thank you, Jay. We're going to be having a little party here, master's party on Thursday, April 6th. And uh, so we're doing a promotion right now. If you buy tickets for the Charity Classic, uh, you enter sweepstakes to get some VIP uh, clubhouse passes and some other really cool stuff. So automatic entry into sweepstakes. So go to AscensionCharityClassic.com, get those tickets.
2: Nick, one of the things that people are going to, for, for anyone that hasn't come and seen the event in person, they're going to they're gonna be blown away by the back nine. It, is, it looks, Danny, it looks just like a tour event. There are...
1: That's the corporate support stepping up, the tents and the way that it figures configures through the back nine in Norwood Hills.
2: Yeah. And, and the St. Louis, as we all know and seen, has just they they show up and they support. And it's just amazing. And I got to tell you, as a player, it matters.
3: Yeah. that You know, I heard that, Jay, from so many people last year, uh, including David Toms and others, that coming down the stretch uh, this year, it was. 11 through 18, so virtually the whole back nine, the year before 13, but um, how big the buildout is, how many fans are, how loud they are, and how much it feels like a tour event, and to a person, they said, that makes a difference when, and you, you know this, Jay, as you pick a schedule, figure out where you want to play, if there's 30 plus events, you're not playing all of them, uh, you want to go to places where you feel like, you know, you're back on the big tour. And uh, David Tom said that, Longer said that, Retief Goosen said that, Ernie Els, Furyk, so many of them said, man, I felt like it was back in the heyday when I was playing on the big tour. And um, as you remember, we, we held this press conference, both of you were there, October 8th of 2020, announcing the event. Uh, we said we wanted to create a PJ Tour atmosphere, and it's pretty cool that within, really, initially, the first year we did that, and now it really, really feels like that. Nick, do you feel...
1: And you just mentioned some huge names in the history of golf and still continuing now on tour and playing at the Ascension Charity Classic. But do you feel that there's a day in which we're going to see
3: Tiger Woods playing on on this tour? I think for sure. And I know that's a bold statement, but I will give you my reasons why. One is he has said in multiple, multiple interviews, he's looking forward to turning 50 and getting in a cart. He's said that in the interviews. He's he's said that multiple times. Uh, I, I had the chance of seeing him back in November at the tour partners meeting. I chatted with him for five or six minutes in front of the commissioner and Rory and a few others, and uh, he knew a lot about the event. He knew a lot about St. Louis. He said he loved playing in St. Louis at Belle Reve in 2018. He said, uh, what time of year is your event? I said, September. He immediately said, oh, good, my allergies won't be a problem, so that's how the guy's brain thinks. Uh, He knew the history of Norwood Hills, and he said, get my cart ready. And so uh, during the course of dinner, he then, again, apropos of nothing, said – you know, get my cart ready in St. Louis. So I took that as like, he's playing. So we're gonna do everything we can. I really, really think Tiger is going to be playing a pretty full schedule on the Champions Tour. And I absolutely think he's coming to St.
2: Louis. Oh, I don't know how we're going to handle the people if we're an event that I'd has, i'd like tiger, to find out oh my god i gosh. know nick doesn't absolutely. mind finding out <laughs> no absolutely and you know nick we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the money i'm really super proud of the money that we've raised in only two years
3: yeah you know that's i've said all along it's the golf is second the charity is first and in the first year you guys know we gave almost a quarter of a million dollars back to our three charities the urban league boys and girls club mary grove uh two years ago eight hundred thousand dollars last year over 1.3 million the most charitable tournament now in year two on um, PGA tour champions. And again, that speaks of our community. It speaks of our corporate sponsorship. You mentioned Danny, the build out on the back nine, You know, those numbers are possible because of the Emersons and the Worldwides and Centene and Missouri Tourism. The state of Missouri is a huge partner. Um, Enterprise and so many amazing companies. You know, St. Louis is blessed to have just a a bunch of really great corporate citizens who care Amarin that give back to the community. And so we're lucky. We're blessed. And we're going to keep improving on that number. You know, people always ask me, what does success look like? It's simple. Keep improving the number of dollars given back to charity. That's what the focus is.
1: I'm going to put you on the spot here. Nick Ragone from the Ascension Charity Classic is our guest. And I put you on the spot with this because people that are listening to a golf show are hearing about the PGA Tour. They hear about the Champions Tour. And then we also talk about LIV. What is the association, if any, or can there be an association for the Champions Tour and LIV?
3: You know, it's hard to say. The Champions Tour comes under the PGA Tour umbrella. Exactly. So the way we look at it is um, we're focused on our product. Uh, there are players that, you know, are on the LIV Tour that would be on the Champions Tour. Phil and Luis Le- would come to mind. We're focused on who's coming out this year. Stuart Sink, I think, turns 50. He will be in our event. He's a brand ambassador. Nota Begay, uh, Justin Leonard will be back out, David Vaughan and others. Um, I, you know, we're, here's the difference. You know, we, we've heard a lot of talk the last two years about growing the game of golf. And I feel like we in St. Louis hit a pretty good model, which is you take an event, you put it in an underserved part of the community, you invest all the dollars back into charities in the area, and then you lean into diversity and inclusion. In our case, the APJ Classic, our event at Glen Echo, which was a huge hit last year. This year, we're moving up into August, the APJ Classic at Glen Echo again, so that we give it some space and we let it have its own week. Which I think is going to be really good. And if you remember last year, and I know, Jay, you, you heard me say this many times, uh, I talked about part of our goal was to have the APJ become a developmental tour for the PJ Tour where they eventually get status to Corn Ferry. Because without status, there's no pathway. And this, a couple of weeks ago, the PJ t- Tour, um, Kenyatta Ramsey, who leads uh, diversity on the tour, Uh, They announced that they're now having a a structured partnership with the APGA to move on that path. And I I truly believe that what we did here and I think what farmers have done has led to that.
2: Yeah, I I was just going to say that. You know, it's interesting because farmers winds up shifting their uh, final round to Saturday, also to avoid a little NFL conflict. And then they wind up televising the, the, the last round of the APGA event. And then when we came along and and create an event and then have a press conference, I, I'll I'll never forget what their commissioner said. He he said, "This is the first press conference I've been to uh, since I've been the commissioner of this tour, and it's been what thirteen, 13 years." years. Yeah,
3: yeah. I I Ken Bentley, the commissioner of the tour and the founder, is a great guy, and and uh and Ron Doherty's been a big partner as well uh, of Doherty Solutions. You know, the APGA event doesn't happen without them, but. Ken was talking, I think it was to uh, uh, the, the Post-Dispatch. It might have been Ben Hockman or Ben Fredrickson, one of them. And uh, he said, uh, that somebody said, hey, you must do a lot of these press conferences. And he said, in 13 years, we haven't done one. <laughs> Is that right? And I, I overheard him. I said, welcome to St. Louis. And it was true. you know. And they were amazed by that. And I think, I d- remember that press conference. We're at Glen Echo. It was a cold, snowy, I think, Friday. And we had a full house of attendees and media all through all the tv networks all the print and the apj could not believe it
2: nick i'm obviously partial but i was a hawk on watching the apga and their growth and after we joined the party it was almost like a domino effect
3: oh absolutely you know they then announced big partnerships i think with oracle they played at baltistral valhalla uh, I, some of the courses they play at are extraordinary courses. And I, I think us and farmers really um, were the tipping point. And I, you know, I was so pleased to see the tour say, OK, we are going to figure out how to get status, a developmental relationship with the APJ so that they can then go on to the Corn Ferry Tour and hopefully the big tour, because that's a step in the right direction. And that's we were saying that publicly last year. And I think the tour is listening. And at the end of the day, you know, that's how you grow the game of golf. It's not about just throwing money in purses at at players. It's about investing in the community. And I told the commissioner when I saw him a few weeks ago at at the players uh, that keep talking about that. That's what we in corporate America are talking about is reinvesting and growing the game in the community, through charity, through diversity. The golf takes care of itself, Jay. You know that. You've been on tour forever. Golf takes care of itself, but that's the difference. How about from that event, some of the names that were there, Nick,
1: and and maybe what they've done going on from that event and what they did that summer or at least that fall and uh, in some of the successes that they've had here in the last nine or ten
3: months? Is there somebody that comes to mind? Uh, Well, Tim O'Neill, for one. Uh, Tim O'Neill, you remember Tim. uh, Jay, you know that Tim played in our event. Uh, and it was his, his first start on the Champions Tour. He went on to play well at Pebble. And then uh, he qualified through Q School, which, Jay, you know this, toughest qualifying tour uh, school on the planet. Tim has full status. And that's an amazing – and I don't think that happens without him getting uh, – playing yep. at Norwood, uh, see, you know, seeing what it's like to be on the Champions Tour. And I, I, I'm so enormously proud that Tim qualified – uh, and is is a full-time member now of the Champions Tour. Well,
1: that's why I bring that up, because you hear Bernard Longer, you hear the big names, David Toms, former champion, but there's other guys that are kind of laying in the weeds that this kind of jump-starts what they're trying to do.
3: And somebody you played with, Jay, on the Monday
2: qualifier. Brian Cooper. Brian Cooper. Yeah, he, he got through. And, and yep. to get back to Nick's point, Danny, there is nothing even remotely close in all of sport that compares to the Champions Tour qualifying school. There is no way. Top five that's it. Yeah,
3: I yeah, like, it's like that 80 though. for 5. I yeah. mean it, it it's great competition. Yes. I mean you talk about the, you know, uh, it reminds me of Lee, Lee Trevino's old statement, you know, you don't know what pressure is until you play a $5 Nassau with $2 in your pocket, but like <laughs> 80 for 5 is pretty close. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it really every is. Every stroke counts. It,
2: it really does. And um it's, it also shows you how the guys that are established, the bigger names, they want this to be extremely difficult to get in. It, it's almost like a closed shop. You know, they're like, they're protecting their own. You probably have seen shop. that a,
1: a
3: lot behind the
1: scenes. A lot of sponsor you? exemptions.
3: <laughs> uh, I will tell you our Monday qualifier last year, you know, Jay played in it last year. He will not be playing it in this year. Uh, our Monday qualifier, you know, Jay, you saw some of the names. I and mean, there was, there was major winners. Oh, yeah. I think Sean McKeel might've played. There were a dozen tour winners exactly. and, and multiple tour winners, not just one event uh guys like len matisse who nearly won the masters if you saw the monday qualifier it looked like a smaller champions tour field in a regular market and it was amazing how competitive i mean i was looking at the t-sheet thinking this is incredible for the monday uh, it's it's that
1: competitive. We're coming to you from Wild Crush, and Wild Crush is going to be hosting a master's party thanks to the Ascension Charity Classic on that Thursday, April 6th. Nick Ragone is our guest. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin, and we're back with more on the Jay Delsing Golf Show in just a moment.
0: That was The Front Nine, presented by the Ascension Charity Classic. Coming up, it's The Back Nine and more of golf with Jay Delsing. The legends of golf return to St. Louis in
1: 2023. You won't want to miss one of the strongest fields in golf ernie ells steve stricker bernard longer john daly and many more when they compete for the 2023 ascension charity classic title september 5th through the 10th at historic norwood hills country club all proceeds benefit area charities together we were able to donate over one million dollars to those most in need last year visit ascensioncharityclassic.com
2: powers insurance and risk management combines 200 years of experience and cutting edge products to deliver exceptional service, value and clarity to their clients. Powers Insurance will deliver the highest quality property and casual insurance programs and strategic planning consultation services in the industry. Insurance can be overwhelming and confusing. It can be tough to understand. Powers Insurance simplifies it for you and your business. Powers Insurance and Risk Management We'll partner with you by providing ongoing assistance, consultation, and service that will help you control your insurance expenses and your workplace safety. Find out how Powers Insurance can help you. Visit powersinsurance.com. That's powersinsurance.com.
3: Hi, this is Peter Jacobson, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing.
2: This is Jay Delsing. Did you know that Marcon is the largest authorized appliance parts distributor in the world? That's right, the largest in the world. Did you know that Marcon is based right here in our backyard of St. Louis, Missouri? Well, that's pretty impressive. What's more impressive is the way that they give back to the St. Louis community and our region. CEO Jim Sowers has donated service dogs to the wounded servicemen and women of our armed forces. Suites at St. Louis Blues Games have been donated and auctioned off in which all proceeds were given to the backstoppers. Then there was the Marcone Police and Firefighters Viewing Deck at the Ascension Charity Classic this past year. It was a huge success. So much so that it's being implemented on other tour stops around on the PGA Tour. To Jim Sowers and his incredible team at Marcone, we want to say thank you. Thank you, Marcone. A proud sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing show.
0: This is the Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Back Nine is presented by Pro-Am Golf, located in Brentwood. See what Pro-Am Golf can do for you.
1: Golf with Jay Delsing continues on this Sunday. We're on the back nine and we're presented by Doherty Business Solutions. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. Nick Ragone from Ascension is with us. And we were just talking about guys that are qualifying and trying to participate in the Ascension Charity Classic. And I know, Nick, you have reached out to Jay Delsing and he'll be competing again this year. I think this is so cool not only because he's one of my best friends, but he was dragging bags as a kid and now gets to play as a professional at Norwood Hills Country Club, and that's about as good as it gets.
3: It is as good as it gets, and and Jay, uh, it's been such an extraordinary brand ambassador for us from day one, literally even before day one, before we announced it. Uh, Jay had been quietly circulating the buzz, and again, I said this story many times, but the first year is a blur. I literally don't remember anything except Jay's first shot, going out to the first tee, seeing him, trying not to make eye contact. Piped it. He was choking up. I was choking up. I was He absolutely piped it, not only down the middle, but, I mean, 320, 330. Uh, And it was the perfect home and the perfect start, perfect weather, 8 o'clock in the morning, him with his college buddies, Steve Payton, Corey Pavin. And I thought after that, no matter what else happens, it's going to be a good week. And so having Jay back in the field this year is really important because he uh, – He and Jay Williamson are St. Louis golf at the professional level. I think, you know, we're lucky to have the two J's and the third J, Jay Haas. So this area has a lot of J's. If you want to be a pro golfer, (laughs) name your kid Jay. Uh, But, you know, fans and, uh, you know, fans come out to see Jay, both J's and Jay Haas. They really, I followed you and uh, Williamson that Sunday, the final round, our inaugural year. And there were some pretty big crowds. I mean, I was like, wow, St. Louis comes out and supports St. Louis.
2: To, to, I, to be able to play in it again is, uh, there aren't really words that, that will describe the feeling, but the pride, you know, coming up the 18th fairway, looking at all of the, you know, being part of, uh, of, of it from a um, business side and, and trying to get uh, support from the community and watching it all come together, even the build out to watch the golf you know watch the back 9 take shape it, it it's stuff i never saw when i was playing the regular tour and took for granted it it's re- remarkable
1: and the course is in great shape by that time of year at norwood even though it gets hot here in st louis as we all know but the course is in magnificent shape
2: oh the scores the scores will show it i mean these guys have, if you're playing a a golf course that's a little inferior to norwood's west the golf the scores show it i mean Padraig, we we've got we couldn't have two better champions with Padraig and David Thompson. The golf course carves out a really really good player.
3: Yeah, last year the the final pairing it was Stricker, Padraig, and Longer. I mean, you couldn't draw it up any better. And I I uh, you know I took the time to watch the back nine, which was a lot of fun, and to see how far Padraig hits it up close. I mean, the guy bombs it still. And I'll tell you, one of the highlights last year was on the Saturday we did our Legends, and we had Jay emceeing it. And Which, by the way, is one of the toughest jobs to MC Lee Trevino. Not easy. <laughs> yeah. To keep him moving along the conversation. And you have Coach and we had Ryan O'Reilly and Nancy and Hale. And it was so much fun. But keeping that moving, talking to the crowd, emceeing it is a difficult job. I was like, I don't want that job. And I, I talked for a living and Jay did it perfectly. And the fans had, it. I mean, those crowds are huge. You have a commitment again from Nancy, correct? Nancy Lopez will be back in St. Louis. Yeah. So next year we're going to do a, this year, I should say, we're going to do a Cards Blues thing. We're still figuring out. Um, and Nancy will be back for sure. Hale will be back for sure. And Nancy was such a crowd pleaser, you know, not only just playing in the event. She's one of the all-time great brand ambassadors for the game of golf. And she, um, she stayed an extra day on Sunday in the Ascension box, just working the crowd and That's meeting great. with sponsors. That's Nick, great. She
2: is some kind of competitor. Some kind of competitor. You know, she would, they would say, hey, you know, we'll play the last hole for a drink. And she is grinding away <laughs> on that four-footer. And she doesn't drink. You know, I mean, she just she she just loves to um, to compete, and I loved what she said at one of our uh, gatherings where she said, "You know, Dad took me to the the dentist and got me these beautiful, my smile beautiful, and told me to smile." And inside, I'm just trying to crush people. I love that. <laughs> I know, I know, it's just terrific.
1: So let's go through the rundown, Nick, of the events and how it all you know chronologically will play out. So if you get a ticket, what can you expect? when you go to the ascension charity classic
3: yep so this year like i said we're moving our apg event up till august so the first thing we'll have is i think it's august uh first week of august i want to say second third fourth at Glen echo we have our apg event and that's free to the public and if you go to ascensioncharityclassic.com you'll learn more about that and then uh, this year's charity classic again is right after labor day again we have no PJ tour event opposite us which is very cool which means we get eight hours uh, uninterrupted live coverage on the golf channel, which, again, is it's just huge. And uh, we start with our pro-am. On, we have three days of pro-ams. It's so popular. So we have our Tuesday pro-am. Then we have our pairings party Tuesday night and then full Wednesday, Thursday pro-am. And I got to say, and Jay, you've played in so many of them. Uh, the best thing in sport is the PJ Tour champions pro-am. These guys are funny. You, 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 you actually get a chance to talk to them. I, I've played with Paul Stankowski the last two years, and, you know, he's given you playing lessons. I mean, these guys just get it that the, the business is done on, on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And so we have pro-ams on Wednesday and Thursday, which are extraordinary. And then the event kicks off Friday, Saturday. We have our Legends and then Sunday. But for anybody that hasn't played in a PGA Tour Champions pro-am, it is a bucket list, thrill of a lifetime type of deal.
2: Nick, it really is. And, Danny, one of the reasons why is that the guys on the regular tour, they don't really want to deal with it. Even though it's, as Nick was said, it's crucial in our business model, both in the regular tour and the Champions Tour. But at the Champions Tour age, the guys are just, you know, the the, the Well, they sharp, get it. They the get sh-
1: the understanding of the corporate dollar and how important it is to, to yeah, what this and, is for the tour. And
2: the sharp edges have been wound off. They've you been know, did, off you've been sanded off I'll and- tell
3: you a funny story I, I you know I had a couple people tell me you know and there's there, there's some players that were known as grinders like VJ saying even Bernhard on the on the big tour and we had people that played with them in the pro am and said you know, VJ chatted the whole time, signed stuff, was giving playing lessons. And you couldn't imagine that in the height of his playing days. You know, he, no. was, he was trying to be Tiger. Yeah. And he actually did. You know, he got to number one in the world. Uh, Bernard, the same thing. And these guys, though, they, uh, fl- uh, you know, it's like a, a, a light switch goes on. And they realize, you know, I, I told a few of them, you know, we, we do our business Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You do yours Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But... You know, you don't get to Friday, Saturday, and Sunday without a good Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That's a good way to put it. Oh, I've I'm never lo- heard it put like that. I
2: love that. And, and the other thing that, that is so important about our event from the start, Nick and the Ascension guys focused on North County, staying in North County, Mary Grove, Urban League, Boys and Girls Club, all great charities. And, you know, we're seeing things in the North County area change
1: have you seen it nick i mean have you seen a residual effect since you've started with this and and what's the response kind of a a second part to that question
3: when you talk to these charities what are they saying to you yeah thank for asking that and i and i try to remind people the charitable dollars it's not a punchline for me when i do interviews it's not just an abstract statistic um my wife's on the board of mary grove Uh, i know their ceo michael Meehan well i i visit there and i could tell you the the over three hundred thousand dollars they got last year it, it directly impacts lives of at-risk youth. I talk to Michael McMillan, the CEO of the Urban League all the time. It's the same thing. He's like, here's what the dollars, the programming it, it allows us to do and how it's making a change in lives. Uh, same thing with the Boys and Girls Club with, uh, with Flower. And so that's really important to me. I don't want it to just feel like the number is part of a punchline to a, st- a setup. It's not, it actually changes lives. And, and we want it to be like that. And that's why I encourage anybody uh, that, you know, if you've never been to Mary Grove, reach out to them. If you, if you are interested in the work of the Boys and Girls Club, reach out to them, the Urban League. These are, and many other charities that are involved in the Charity Classic now, they are changing lives every day.
2: And I've said this probably too many times, but I'm going to say it again because it's, it's unusual. Because of the pandemic, we all really, really wanted year one to be 2020, and it was not. And, and Ascension got into their pocket without a shot being played and donated almost a quarter of a million dollars to these folks. And I called the office in Jacksonville and said, what's going on? Have we ever done? And they said, never has this. We They they, they have no record of anyone doing something like this before a tournament played.
3: That had to get the attention of the tour, for sure. It absolutely did. It's, uh, you know, that was... Um... We wanted to play, but we didn't. Uh, but if if there's anything to portend what a tournament's about, I think giving back a quarter million dollars without hitting a shot is probably pretty good. And if there's anything that reflects uh, the philanthropy and charity and caring and giving back of St. Louis as a community, it's the fact that you know we made those commitments, and even though we didn't play because of Emerson and because of Worldwide, you know I, I've told this story many times, but at the height of COVID. When, when I went to Emerson and Worldwide and said, here's the vision. We want to create a professional golf event. We want to put it in North County. We want all the proceeds to stay in North County. And before I could finish the sentence, both said we're in. And so none of this happens without Emerson and Worldwide and Missouri, the state of Missouri. They've leaned into this in a huge way. They see it as a showcase, frankly, not just for St. Louis, for all of Missouri. Uh, they don't view it as, as a charity classic week for St. Louis. They view it as for all of Missouri. And it's a chance for them through the Golf Channel and and other stuff uh, to remind the rest of the country how special our our region is to work, to relocate, to live, to play, to visit.
1: Nick, let's go through then as we wrap this up. Nick, we're going from the Ascension Charity Classic. Uh, Again, the chronological order of what your ticket will get you and then some of the big names that will be committed already to come to St. Louis here in uh, late summer.
3: Yeah, the field is already this early out already pretty committed. Starts, starts with Jay Delsing. Starts with Jay right Delsing. Right at
1: the top,
2: baby. And, Thank you. Know, you.
3: There's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of rumor that Jay is feeling healthy and his game's in good shape. Uh, I don't know if it's true rumor or not, but I you know there's um, some sneaky suspicion that Jay might make a run, so just throwing that out there. But We have both Jays in the field, Delsing and Williamson. Uh, we have Stuart Sink, who turns 50 in June, and Stuart's won on the big tour, uh, I think last year or two years ago at 48, playing great golf. I think Noda Bagay is coming out. He'll be in it. Uh, all the other big names returning. You know, we we were blessed. We had uh, David Toms, our first champion, Patrick Harrington. If you look at the history of Norwood, Danny, you had Hogan win there in 48. You had Trevino win there in 72, I think. Gene Wittler in 72? 73. Yep. And then Toms and Harrington, five amazing ball strikers. Uh, Four of them, I think, are Hall of Famers. I don't know if Littler is, but so it tells you the, you know, sort of the caliber of winner. And then, look, I think the best storylines to be Bernard Longer's at 45 wins right now, tied with Hale Irwin uh for the most ever on the champions tour i think he'd love to break that in in our backyard here and so we will have a stacked field i think it's going to be great golf you know the one person i'm really hoping plays is freddie couples freddie yeah. didn't play the first two years freddie's playing a lot of golf this year i think delson has a connection to him jace jay promises us freddie's going to be in the field so we'll see if he could deliver on that but uh it's going to be a stacked field and again go to central we have great Uh, grounds passes, we have our our Club 314, which is our VIP seating, we have Pro-Am spots available although I will tell you they're selling out quickly, and so if you haven't played in a Pro-Am get one of those spots, and then we have our Legends Challenge on that Saturday which is really, really cool, we're going to have a 2011 uh, Cards versus 2019 Blues which will be a fun rivalry That'll be fun, by the way, another name that moves the needle, and I don't know if he's made a commitment to come to St. Louis or not, is John Daly is jd he will absolutely be in the field JD, okay. will he loves this event he's been uh i think he's been in the first two events and he's thrown out the first pitch at at bush stadium and he um he marks this on his calendar he has said publicly he views this as a major i mean he's he, he loves this area and, uh you know and wants to compete he wants to do well he wants to uh i think he wants to win so he will absolutely be in the field and And in about two and a half years, hopefully a guy named Tiger. That'll be something else. Hey, Nick, it's always great to see you. Thanks for what
1: you're doing in St. Louis and uh, looking forward to the Ascension Charity Classic. See you guys out there. AscensionCharityClassic.com to get your tickets. That wraps up the Back Nine. We head to the 19th hole. That's next on Golf with Jay Delsing.
0: This has been the Back Nine, presented by Pro-Am Golf. We'll make the turn into the clubhouse and head into the 19th hole. That's next on Golf with Jay Delsing.
2: This is Jay Delsing, and if you're like me, you're always looking for the best ways to improve your game. That means getting the best, most up-to-date equipment you can find in golf. You can find that equipment at Pro-Am Golf. Pro-Am Golf is located in Brentwood, and since Pro-Am Golf opened in 1975, they have been more than just selling golf equipment. pro Golf is dedicated to helping build your game inside and out. pro Golf can custom fit all your clubs specifically to your build. They offer private one-on-one lessons and they carry golf gear for every part of your game. That means clubs, balls, shoes, apparel, accessories from all the major brands. I get asked all the time by golfers, where should I go get fitted for clubs? And I tell everyone to head to Pro-Am Golf. They're the best in town. And make sure you ask for CJ. That's Pro-Am Golf. Visit ProAmGolfUSA.com. That's ProAmGolfUSA.com.
0: Hello, friends. This is Jim Nance, and you are listening to Golf with my friend Jay Delson.
2: We have 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion.
0: This is Golf with Jay Delsing, and let's head to the 19th hole. The Golf with Jay Delsing Show, presented by Doherty Business
1: Solutions, continues from Wild Crush on this Sunday. And we're at Wild Crush because on April 6th, there'll be a master's party here to promote the Ascension Charity Classic and to talk about the charities and all the money that is being raised for those in North County. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. Uh, Our thanks to Nick Ragone, who stopped on by. So that's a big, big list he was talking about there at the very end of coming to St. Louis.
2: Yeah. It really was. And what about the, what about what your ticket price, you know, you purchase a ticket oh, what and what you it get. gets. I yeah. mean, come on. It's a great deal. And you know what, Danny, one of the things that I want to touch on where he was talking about bucket list stuff and getting to play with somebody, I mean, you might get paired with me and somebody like, yeah, whatever, but you could get Ernie Els, you get Jim Furyk, you could get one of these guys, um, Hall of Fame guys. So, I mean, Let, it's let me amazing. ask you this.
1: If, if I make a big enough donation, do I get to play with you?
2: Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. You make that happen? Yeah, we could make that happen. You
1: make that happen? I don't know if
2: you want to blow the money. We could just shred the money in your backyard. I think
1: the donation's going to go in your pocket. Well, that could happen. <laughs> I don't know. Nick might
2: not like that, but no. we um, it, it's, it's amazing. It, 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 I don't know how I got this lucky. You know, fall in love with a game of golf, and, and I had no idea all the, the charitable stuff. It's a societal powerhouse. The amount of money that this thing makes all over the, you know, two weeks ago they had the the end of match play that we'll talk about in a little bit at, at, in Austin, and they're going to drop somewhere between seven and ten million dollars in that community this year from that tournament alone.
1: It's amazing. I, I thought the really cool thing that Nick touched upon is that the APGA event has never had the amount of attention brought to it until it got to St. Louis, and that, that to me is really important. That those young men and by extension young women some of them will get the attention that they deserve and maybe just a chance to go on the corn fairy tour. And if they get to do that, all of a sudden you're watching somebody play on a Sunday, which would be really cool.
2: Yeah. Danny, that opportunity is what we're looking for to make those available for those guys, because you know what you and I got to chase our dreams and we are through, through whatever means we were fortunate enough to even knock our dreams off. It's one kid, one young gal, one young little boy makes it or or gets to experience some of the things that we have chasing after it. Uh, it's it's all worth it.
1: Yeah, it really is. All right, you, you mentioned it, and I'm really curious about this, is we try to wrap up what happened last weekend. And on that Sunday of last weekend, in watching match play, I was like, man, those guys have got to be – Exhausted. It's yep. a war of attrition, not only yep. physically but mentally. Match play with these guys and the way that that is set up.
2: Oh, there's no doubt, and there's nothing that really. You don't have time to prepare for that. You know, you play that week. You're playing on Wednesday. You're playing on what Thursday and Friday. Thirty six. It's a no. Does, it, does that event even start on Wednesday? I think that week doesn't it?
1: A couple of well, the team event. Uh, I say team. Like you get the first. You get the four groupings. Yeah. you know, the pair, Yeah. Yep. The pods, and then yep. all of a sudden you qualify off the pod. And then you're into another 18-36 to on Friday. Then you're into 18-18. And then a lot of those matches are extended, so you're playing beyond 18. So you're, you're talking a lot of golf and a lot of the mental side of golf, I would assume, in match play. Not to say that the other way that it's played isn't mentally tough. I mean, it's so challenging, but, man, match
2: play, that's I know. tough. it is. And, you know, Danny, this is kind of like the death of match play now because this I is— don't like, like that. I don't either, and you know why? You know, so we do get to see it in the Brighter Cup. We do get to see it in the President's Cup, but we don't—we could see Rory versus John Rahm. You know, we could, we could see Cantlay versus Shoffley. These are really dear friends. I yes. mean, that's where the storylines get interesting.
1: Did you ever have that situation where— I know you were paired up with great buddies, and matter of fact, at the Ascension Charity Classic, you were paired up with buddies. What is that like from a professional standpoint? Where you know what you want to rip his throat out because you're yeah. competitive, but yeah. yet this is one of your your good buddies. You probably played a hundred rounds of golf with him, and and yet does it make it more relaxing, or does it make it? Uh, yeah, a little it makes different? it.
2: It makes it more relaxing, and it, it 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 can it can disarm it a little bit, you know. um, um but you still. You know, let's say, so, like, in in 2021, I got paired with uh, Paven and Steve Pate the first day. And I I beat both of them. And I wanted to beat both of them.
1: Absolutely. You know, it wasn't
2: like I could go win the tournament on, thir- on Friday, but I could sure lose it, you know, sure. if I go out and shoot 80. So, I wound up shooting 71. And I was, you know, I don't play anymore. I was in it, man. I was in it from start to finish.
1: Do you guys have little side games going on?
2: Nah. Baby, oh, come those on. guys don't those two guys hardly ever gamble.
1: But guys, five dollars.
2: Yeah. There's there's some here and there, but what think of it this way. Why would you throw an extra why would you care about an extra fifty bucks where if you make a birdie putt on eighteen it's gonna be worth
1: thousands? <laughs> That's you know what true. I mean? That's a good point. Yeah, that is it, a good point. It,
2: now, if you're out with your buddies, you're not playing a tournament, then there's always some sort some, some sort of action. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, we were watching this weekend the Texas Open TPC San Antonio. What's been the key for those guys as they play on this Sunday? Oh
2: man, it's a Greg Norman golf course. It's been redone and redone and redone. Um, but you you really got to drive the ball well, and and there's some there's some really dangerous holes out there. But then there's holes, you know, like the the 17th that you can. It's wide open, and you can you know almost drive that green. So you you you've you've got to have all aspects of your game. Um, Uh, On hitting on all cylinders. And then, you know, a lot depends on that wind. It comes and goes out in uh, in Texas. But I will say this. San Antonio Golf Association and those folks uh, at that event, they do a fabulous job. They are one of the oldest tournaments on the PGA Tour schedule. This may
1: be an odd question, but how much do guys start thinking, instead of wanting to play or concentrate or do whatever they're doing for that tournament, they're thinking Masters – they're thinking the next week, and they're thinking, this is fine. This is Texas Open. But, I, my man, I guess it's human nature, but my focus right now is on the Masters.
2: Yeah. If you're playing this week, though, and you think about the Masters, got yeah, no your bags early. You yeah, no shot. But to your point, I mean, one of the hardest things about playing on the tour was to be able to compartmentalize all the crap that's going on in your life, Danny. You know, you fight with your wife or a divorce or or a sick kid or, God forbid, your parents die. I mean, all that stuff it happens. Yeah. You know what? And, and it's, it's easy to read about others doing it and experiencing it until you're thrown in there. Sure. And then you're like, this, when, when my dad passed away and, you know, you've lost your father, that's a big deal.
1: It is. It's tough. It changes. Losing a parent is
2: tough. It just changes everything. And, you know, people are pay their ticket. They want you to go out and perform. They don't know what you're dealing with. And that's where being a pro, you've got to try to figure out the best way to
1: keep going. Wild Crush, we're not that far away from the strobs, right off of Clayton. This is a great place to enjoy a Sunday afternoon, so come in this Sunday afternoon. Jay will be here uh, manning the uh, the area and making sure everybody's got a pizza or maybe dessert, a little wine, a little, little whatever you want. Wait a second, so, though,
2: you, tried, you tried one of our, our flatbreads. What would you think?
1: Outstanding. I don't know where you guys get that pizza, but it's as comes, good as it gets.
2: Crust comes from Italy, and we're locally sourced, and they're delicious. Crust comes from Italy. Yep.
1: No kidding. Yeah, right. And it's a wood baked oven, is that right? No,
2: it's well. We have a what we have what's called a, a a Turbo Chef fire oven that we bought. I think it's from Europe, and it cooks these pizzas and flatbreads in just a little over two minutes. and And the crust was good. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. We might have to have another. I kind of get hungry I thinking do. about it.
1: April sixth, though, you've got the big party coming up. I know you do a ton of private parties here at uh, Wild Crush, and we wanted to be here to talk about uh, the fact that. The charity side of the Ascension Charity Classic begins really on April 6th because it's a master's party tied in with the Ascension Charity Classic, and you're doing a ton of different charities coming out of Wild Crush.
2: Yeah, we really are. Um, my partner, Karen Pazlowski and her daughter, Lexi Paslowski, our event, uh, is our event manager and uh, marketing um, um, off chief marketing officer, and she does a great job on our social media. We are love the community that we're in. We're in the heart of town and country, we're in a beautiful setting. Bob Brinkman is our our uh, our landlord. He built us a beautiful building to be in. We're, we we love it here. We just are, you know, slowly but surely trying to get the word out to people. The you know, we're, we're focused, our mission is on kindness, Danny, and we we don't care about the color of your skin or what you look like or money. Just come in here, you're going to get treated with kindness. Hopefully you enjoy a good glass of wine or a nice drink, maybe a little TV, a little golf, some music. We just have something for everybody.
1: And those tickets, by the way, for the Ascension Charity Classic, we had a couple of emails uh, popping in as we were doing the show and then the text line as well. AscensionCharityClassic.com My man, this was fun. Our first show together. This is great.
2: This is like a rocking chair for, with me doing this with you thank you so much for joining me
1: you got it that's jay delsing i'm dan mclaughlin and don't forget the uh, golf with jay delsing show is always presented by doherty business solutions and jay
2: hit him straight st louis <laughs> I love having Doherty Business Solutions as the title sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing show. You already know that they're the number one largest IT consulting firm and the largest software developer in the St. Louis region. You also know that there are over 2,500 Darty teammates in 30 states and three countries around the world. But what you may not be aware of is what Doherty Business Solutions does right here in our own community. They were the sponsor for the first Advocate PGA event at Glen Echo this past September. Darty Business Solutions was also a presenting sponsor of the Ascension Charity Classic. They have created Access Point, which builds diversity in the IT workforce. This is a game changer in our community. Literally, hundreds of mostly young African American women are getting fifty to sixty thousand dollar per year jobs right out of high school, and that training begins in high school. Darty Business Solutions believes talent is equally distributed, but access to that opportunity is not. Ron Darty, our founder at Darty Business Solutions, is the chair of the 2023 Heartball, supporting local the local American Heart Association Foundation. These are just a few examples of the positive things Darty Business Solutions is doing right now in our community.